Hey guys, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life and today we're going to be talking about ESFPs. So, uh, the next video, the sixth video in the 16 personalities series where we basically be doing deep dives into the cognitive functions and an overall personality type profile for each of the types. Today's is the ESFP, also known as the Extroverted Sensing Feeling Perceiver. So, I got my trusty whiteboard as usual, and let's start. Now, I realize these have been like 30 minutes long or so, but we got a lot of uh, information to cover, so hopefully today's will be a little bit shorter. Let's find out. All right, so the ESFP, uh, extroverted, sensing, feeling, perceiving. They're known as the entertainer. Uh, they are part of the starter interaction style and the artisan temperament. Starter means they are informative, initiating movement, and because they're in the artisan temperament, they are freedom-based creators. So if you were to lock them up in a room uh, with no windows or anything, and uh, one way or another, they're coming through that door. Uh, they'll plead with you to open the door, but eventually it's going to become a very violent situation. So, all right, so let's take a look. Let me adjust here. So let's uh, take a look at their uh, ego. Uh, so the ESFP ego, um, they are extroverted and uh, they, uh, they really do gather a lot of energy from being around people, uh, especially the ESFP. Uh, people often say that the ESFP is known as like the life of the party, like the party animal type. I actually kind of disagree with them on that because NFJs, can really party uh, in as much as uh, SFPs can. Um, now the ESFP like really likes to dominate the attention of everybody around them. Uh, usually that's because of insecurity, because they're really concerned with how other people think of them. They're very external judgment based and the true false judgments of other people, they just, they really just want to feel like people think that they're smart, right? So they can't really handle other people thinking them as stupid. So they overcompensate by trying to bring everyone's attention to them because the more people that think they're intelligent, the better they feel about themselves, right? It's a very ESFP way, way of looking at it, ESFP way of looking at it. And um, this comes out especially when they're partying because if they are, they're usually the loudest. Um, there's this, uh, there's this one ESFP I knew in college, uh, and uh, before I married her, and uh, I could hear her talking across uh, the entire campus. Um, it was interesting. Um, uh, I could hear her on the other side of the big building that made up our campus um, in the Bay Area, and uh, it, it really just was unbelievable. Um, I could always pick her out in a crowd based on how she dressed because they're very flamboyant with how they dress, very colorful, very out there. Um, they want to be the one that gives off the best sensation, the, the best stimulation with how they dress. Uh, it comes out with how they talk. They're usually the loudest. Uh, they're they're just really in your face and they're there all the time. Um, 
and uh, and I did have two children um, with this ESFB. Although recently we just finished our divorce, but it, it was it was mutual. There was no uh, there's no bad blood there at all. Um, I'm still committed to uh, raising our children together, and we take parenting very seriously. Um, now, that's one of the great things about ESFPs, and that that's their ISFG, ISFJ unconscious. Uh, they really do take parenting and dutiful things, uh, things around the house very seriously. Although it tires, like, they get really tired of it pretty quickly, but that doesn't change their effectiveness. They can actually, as long as they have the mental energy to be able to handle such things, um, they make really great uh, they make really good parents. They make great, great mothers, great fathers, um, and they really can take any boring situation and make them into something that's really fun and enjoyable with a lot of discovery. I, I've known a few ESFPs in early childhood education, for example, that have really gone out of their way to be able to... Uh, suggest whether or not uh you know children can take any type of learning experience and make it fun they they have that ability a, a good example would be um like doing like a nature walk for example and they're just trying to identify different plants but the esfp is going to come up with a fun game to engage all of the children and make sure all of the children are included uh they're very very good at that um because it's all about the experience it's all about inserting the right thoughts into each child's head to make sure that each child knows what's going on, what they're aware, and what they're supposed to learn, etc. Uh, and ESFPs can really guide the thoughts and guide the attention of others. They make fantastic event coordinators because of this, because it's all about guiding the right experience, guiding the right stimulation, making sure people are receiving the right ideas. Um, it's... It, it's pretty cool uh, what they're able to do in that way. Uh, another Other types that are similar to do that, um, ISFPs kind of have some similar, but they're kind of more, uh, you know, standoffish. ENTJs, who also have the same four top five uh, cognitive functions in their ego, they're also extremely good event coordinators. Um, it's just that they value the... Uh, the intellectual content more than the experience, whereas it's the other way around the ESFP. It's all about the experience first and how comfortable the audience is, whether or not the audience can hear, if they can see what's going on, and then the content is secondary. It's kind of interesting how our minds are very primary and secondary like that, but that's okay because it just means that human, all human cognition is balanced in some way, shape, or form, and ESFPs are no exception. So, SE Hero always living in the moment. They have this insanely good mechanical awareness. I know ESFPs that could basically figure out how to work on cars uh, just by picking up a manual, uh, working software. Uh, I This is going to sound weird, but I actually know some ESFPs who are electrical engineers. Why? Well, it's their INTJ subconscious. They, that intellectual mode kicks in. And ESFPs can actually be extremely good at calculus and extremely good at physics. And, and and really, really high-level math, believe it or not. A lot of people don't get ESFPs a lot of credit. A lot of people say ESFPs are stupid. They're not, actually. If you give them the opportunity to take the time to actually read and research their material, they can regurgitate that material in such a way where they have this insane mastery of all of the reference points within the uh, material. 
and then apply it to their mechanical aptitude through their extroverted sensing hero. And they really can command uh, the physical environment through mechanics and whatnot, physics, etc., in ways that most people don't even realize. Uh, it's like adding practicality to the science of physics. It's like, okay, yeah, we're doing math on simple machines now, but here is an actual simple machine and how it actually works as they hit you with a broom. <laughs> For example, you know, ESFPs are very hands-on. Uh, they are just as hands-on as ESTPs, uh, but they, they really do it in such a way where they're able to get others involved with them and, other, and, and stimulate the learning of other people. They're not trying to so much get people to value the experience as much as they're trying to get people to think about the experience and, and, and causes those others to become more intelligent around them. A lot of people don't realize this. To them, it's just ES, ESFPs are just, uh, you know, um, airhead uh, partiers. But that's that's not even remotely true. Um, and, and to go even further, like especially uh, their TE child, because with their TE child is how they're able to, uh, you know, master mathematics and physics and whatnot. Uh, when they approach sales, it gets even stronger. ESFPs make amazing salesmen. They can have really good mastery of content, even though they don't really know very much like about like a technical product or even a product in general. Um, they're master salesmen because they always make everyone feel comfortable. They always make sure uh, you know, that uh, people are able to hear and see the message, and they're able to convey the message in a way that stimulates other people's thinking, and, and that they provide statistics and analytics that also helps people uh, you know, understand what their return on investment is, total cost of ownership, you know, all those metrics that they would need to actually be able to close a deal. So if you're an ESFP and you don't know what you want to do for a career, I recommend sales. Uh, seriously, you'd be really good at it. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand that that's what they can do, but they can. Um, also, ESFPs, like I said, are really good at physics. Uh, they're really good at high-level math. They have a lot. They actually do have some financial mastery, not so much in managing their own finances, but managing the finances of other people, right? So they're able to... Um, like, um, I've known a few ESFPs to be branch managers of banks, uh, to be outstanding personal bankers. Uh, I even knew one who used to be an accountant. And as long as they were organized, uh, they're amazing accountants. Uh, that TE child is just extremely strong. The, the problem really centers, the reason why ESFPs get a bad rap is because they have a hard time finishing what they start. They're constantly starting new things. You know, I, I know one ESFP that went to college five times, like to five different colleges, they still haven't finished their bachelor's degree and they're on their sixth run now, right? And it's taken them probably 13, 14 years to figure that out. But that's how ESFPs are. They're like, oh, I'm gonna go try banking or oh, I'm gonna try early childhood education or oh, I'm gonna try uh, uh, electronics engineering and technology or I'm gonna try physics. It, they just want to figure everything out. It, like, it, no one experience is limited. It's because, why do they do that? It's because of NI inferior, because just like the ESTP, they're very insecure with what they want. They need to have that freedom of choice. You have to give them that freedom of choice. And they have to spend so much time trying to find out what everyone else is doing first in order for them to figure out what they want to do. This can lead to failure to launch syndrome, analysis paralysis, for example, where ESFPs just get caught and stuck in this uh, data gathering mode where they're not able to uh, 
stop gathering data because they they just give it in their fear. They're so afraid of wanting the wrong thing. They got to gather all that data so that they know what they want to do, but they can get stuck gathering all that data and then they don't even know what they want to do. Now let's talk about FI parent a little bit more. We haven't touched on that as much. FI parent is a very interesting uh, cognitive function. It's it's about ESFPs being responsible with their self-worth, their sense of self-worth, how they feel. It's their moral decision-making, what an ESFP believes is a good or bad thing, basically. And uh, they always could tell you how they feel about everything. And they always instantly know. Like, they have super quick thinking on that. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. And they will always tell you. And if something is perceived or judged as something that is bad for them, well, guess what? They're not going to have anything to do with it. So how do you really get around that? Because FI parent can be a seriously hard egg to crack. Well, it's all about TE child. If you can interface with their child and just tell them, hey, I think so highly of you because you always give me a good experience or you're always, you're always the life of the party or you're the life of the deal or you're the life of the math class, you know, those types of things, that can get FI parent to start feeling really good about you. And then you can start having a really good relationship with them. The problem with FI parent, though, is that if they're constantly stuck in this place where they have to keep gathering information and they don't know what they want, FI parent will basically cause ESFPs to become lazy and lethargic. Why? Because they're so focused on right now and their own future is so like out of, out of the way. And after gathering so much new information, it's pushing all the old information out and they don't remember as much in the moment that they have goals that they have to reach, that they have responsibilities that they have to meet, that they should probably finish their degree, or they should probably um, work on their relationships so that they don't end up, uh, you know, 40 years old without children, for example, because life will pass by them super quick. And it's like, holy hell, where did all the time go? I'm 40 years old. And then they have a midlife crisis, right? ESFPs, it's very common for ESFPs to have midlife crises because they're so focused on right now and they have a very hard time looking at their own future because they get so afraid. And that fear gets worse because they're constantly trying to manage how other people are thinking about them because that's where they draw their self-worth. An ESFP draws their self-worth based on how others around them think of them. If others around them think, don't think of them well, they're going to be stuck in the SE hero trying to gather information to try to figure out what they want to solve that problem. It just becomes this endless loop for them. So what they need is someone to basically, uh, they need someone to support them basically. And uh, constant, someone who focuses on how they feel, someone who's willing to let them have the freedom to do whatever they want, someone who's willing to share their thoughts with them, uh, give them options about possible futures for them to take, similar to how the ESTJ does that for the ESTP. This would be something like an ESFJ would do for an ESFP. The ESFJ would constantly support the entertainer because they're known as the supporter. And uh, they're all about making ESFPs feel better. They give them what they want. Also, SE Hero needs people to be loyal to them. They absolutely need loyalty. Because sometimes the ESFP is aware that, you know, they're not always the best person in the world, especially when they get lazy. They know it. They know that they can become stagnant and there's like a lack of movement, a lack of progress being made, etc. And when that happens, the ESFP, they know they're doing it. 
So they need people to be loyal to them for when those times actually come, when those stagnant times come. Because without that loyalty, they don't have anyone they can depend on. And in as much as everyone tries to depend on the ESFP, in reality, the ESFP is trying to find someone they can depend on. Because that's what they need. That's how they function. They can really augment and conduct a lot of energy, but being a source of energy is extremely difficult for them. And they need someone who's loyal to them so that they can have an energy source that they can tap so they can augment it to other things for the betterment of those around them. So um, so let's look at uh, SI Nemesis. SI Nemesis is very similar to ESTP's SI Nemesis. Um, they get caught in the past pretty easy. Um, they're very worried about their personal safety. Uh, they're worried about, uh, they get very nostalgic when they're depressed. Um, they worry that their childhood wasn't good enough. Um, they worry that um, the memories that they have are not going to be very memorable later. So they're constantly trying to use SE Hero to make new memories with other people so that they can get over their uh, and new experiences so that their SI nemesis doesn't bother them as much because they're worried that the experiences that they have are, are, are is that it? Is, is there more for me? Shouldn't there be more for me to do? Shouldn't I become a better person or be more? You know, they get really stagnant. You know, they want to, ESFPs typically want to travel the world and see the whole world, you know, but they can't uh, at times. And then that causes them to become super depressed because they're unable to reach those dreams that they had when they were a child. And that's what MSI, SI Nemesis does. It constantly reminds them of that. So they have to be the life of the party with their SE hero to be able to generate those new experiences in order to make the pain of and worry of SI Nemesis to just go away or to be managed, right? So that's why when you have an SI user around them that's loyal to the ESFP and has a relationship with them, that SI user is like, okay, hey, let's go do this, you know, or let's go have this experience, or I, I want to have this experience over there. The ESFP no longer has to guess or no longer has to be constantly concerned about giving this person an experience or designing the experience for this other person because this other person's like, Hey, I already want to have this particular experience. Let, let, come do it with me. And then the ESFPs, oh, awesome, thank you. Let, yeah, let's go do it. Let's let's go down the mountain, or let's go to let's go to Whistler, or let's go to Mexico, or let's go, um, you know, let's go on a road trip, or um, you know, or let's do this project together. They're they're always down for everything as long as they have an SI user that's willing to take the lead. They'll absolutely let them take the lead. Or sometimes the SI user wants the ESFP to take the lead, and the ESFP would be happy to do that because they have all the mental energy at that moment to do that, right? You know, and that's how they combat SI Nemesis. Um, also, uh, SI Nemesis has a thing with ESFPs where even though ESFPs can be impulsive, it kind of can make ESFPs a bit unreliable. ESFPs have a hard time re reaching their commitments, similar to ESTPs. But it's even worse with ESFPs because they have FI critic. ESTPs at least have FE child in their child slot. But because FE child is not in the ego of the ESFP, they're not so concerned about how their people feel. So it allows them to actually go back on their commitments because, um, you know, their lack of self-discipline here. Uh, and then they're also their, their lack of how other people feel in this area. It, it's really a problem, right? So let's talk about Effie Critic. Effie Critic like really criticizes the value judgments of other people. Uh, ESFPs have FI parents. They're very responsible with how they feel, but they see how other people are so irresponsible with how they feel. And if you ever want to you know, teach an ESFP something, call them out. Tell them that they're being irresponsible with how they feel. 
tell them about how their feelings or how their lethargy or how um, you know their their stagnation is hurting other people in their life and uh, they'll realize that they're doing it because it's the critic oh man I shouldn't be hurting other people in this way um, and then they'll snap too and then they'll snap out of it and then they'll start being productive again that's one of the most important things to do with ESFPs yes I literally just said you can guilt an ESFP into being productive because the FE function is where someone's guilt exists um, you can literally guilt them into you know being productive but it will only last for a little bit and they'll go back into their rut again so you have to constantly keep doing it that's why they're that's why SFPs are built for SFJs because SFJs wield guilt like a weapon and it motivates ESFPs into action or SFPs into action and that's how they do it right but with that guilt as, a, guilt as a weapon, those SFJs also provide different pathways with which the ESFP can move forward so their NI inferior is no longer insecure about the future that they want. And that means the ESFP is comfortable with wanting things, they're aspiring with a certain path that they want to go, they finally reached it, they finally know, and they're finally moving forward. It, it, it's an amazing thing to see happen when ESFP finally like gets their wings and they're soaring and there's no longer failure to launch syndrome and they finally have a future that they figured out, something that they really believe in and, uh, and are moving forward. And they move forward at lightning speed because they're movement oriented, they're not control based, they're just gonna go speed racer and constantly meet objectives and milestones and handle and put all that energy in there. But they always have the, they always, always have the risk of fizzling out because they're a starter type, right? So hit him in the critic. You go down here and be like, hey, you know, ethically speaking, because you're stagnating, you're hurting other people or potentially hurting other people in your life, in your family, maybe your kids, you know, maybe your siblings, maybe your friends, because you're stagnating, you better wake up. And the ESFP's like, oh yeah, you're right, I shouldn't do that. Um, I shouldn't do that, SI nemesis. Um, I need to be taking care of others and realizing how my actions impact others, FE critic. So I think I'm definitely going to do that. So they do. Now, TI Trickster is the reason why ESFPs get such a bad rap. It's because uh, people believe that ESFPs are stupid. Like, they think they're airheads. Um, and they find uh, ESFPs to be amusing. Amusing basically means without thought. Uh, why? Well, it's because they have TI Trickster. Uh, ESFPs are basically incapable of producing logical thought. They can't think to themselves, if this, then this is true. If that, then that. You know, if that's not true, then this is true. Or if that's not true, then that's not true as well. That's logical thinking. They can't do it. Um, but they have rational thinking with their TE child. So TE, uh, TE child, rational thinking, allows them to borrow like a thought vampire the thinking of other people in the form of reference points, research, conversations, um, if you want an ESFP to become the most intelligent person in the room, all you have to do is surround them with intelligent people and that ESFP will be super smart, rapid quick. So that TE child will lock on to those TI users and absorb all of their intelligence, all of that thinking into themselves. And they'll be able to create this amazing rational matrix of data and kind of be like a little mini encyclopedia for whatever experiences they're planning on creating. And they're only going to take the ideas that matter to them. They're not going to take the whole the whole dump of it. They're only going to take what ideas that matter to them, put them together in a pattern or a mesh or some type of mental creation or a system in their mind, a process or a routine, 
and then implement it into a new experience that they could show everyone else. It allows them to create. It's an amazing thing. That doesn't mean they're stupid, guys. It just means that they have to be around intelligent people to become more intelligent themselves, to be able to, you know, to be rational. Because an ESFP is very rational, and they can communicate in statistics and data and research and provide that information. They may not be the source of that information. They're just taking that data from other external sources and putting it together. And that's rational thinking. You know, logic will be the source. Um, and uh, one, one more point about FE Critic I forgot to mention. You know, ESFPs that are young, they literally walk around believing everyone else is a bad person. Because their FI parent is so responsible with what, how, they, how they feel with their self-worth, um, they walk around believing other people are just bad, that they're actually immoral people. They think that the world is mostly full of immoral people, and they're one of the few moral people. Um, eventually, though, as ESFPs gain in years and wisdom and knowledge and maturity, eventually the ESFP realizes that's not the case. But for the most part, they can be pretty jaded towards the feelings of other people. To the point where it's not that they're going to come off cruel. It's more that they're off they kind of come off crass. It's like, yeah, I don't feel you should be thinking about that. To the point where they may even accuse the person of being stupid, or they may accuse the person of you know being a bad person, or you know unethical. You're not a good person because you didn't have the loyalty or the commitment needed to have that relationship, or you abandoned those children, you know, or you abandoned this home, you abandoned the family, you abandoned the community. Um, you're an immoral person, you know, those judgments exist with FE Critic. But because they hold themselves to such a high ethical standard, you can always call out an ESFP on whether or not they're breaking their own ethical standard, which is very common and easily done. And the ESFP will always snap to, listen to what you say, and they will change immediately because they take that high ethical standard very seriously. Absolutely very seriously. So, and the bottom, N.E. Demon. N.E. Demon exists to screw over everyone else's future. Everybody's, even people in their own family. ESFPs are usually not aware of this, but that's what happens. Why? It's because of N.I. Inferior. If that family or group of people or if their lover or whoever is close to the ESFP does not give the ESFP the freedom to make their own decisions, the freedom to want things, the freedom of choice or freedom whatsoever, the ESFP will hate them. And the ESFP will make decisions that will screw over that person's future, um, usually with ENTP superego, because that's how you gain access to your superego. It's through the G demon function, the same way that the inferior function gives you access to the subconscious up here, which we talked about the INTJ subconscious and how it's very intellectual and gives them the ability to do like calculus or amazing things with science and physics. Uh, you know, it, it, this, it, it makes ESFPs really brilliant. They can really develop that side of their mind. Um, but from a superego point of view, uh, the ENTP, what they'll do is they'll literally, the ESFP will lie in wait for the opportune time to strike. And they will strike when you least suspect it. And they will hit you where it hurts the most. You know, the, uh, the saying of... Um, How's uh, the best way to hurt your enemy? It's not to kill him, but it's to attack his heart. That's what the ENTP demon will do through the superego. It will attack your heart. And the ESFP, uh, you know, any demon with ENTP superego will literally destroy your relationships with other people. Why? Well, because you decided to not give them enough freedom 
or you were not loyal to them, you were disloyal, or, you know, that's that's how they're judging you in their mind. They're, you know, I feel that you are a bad person because you thought it was okay to betray me. And I don't want a relationship with you anymore. So I'm going to do everything to retaliate and make sure I destroy your future and all of your relationships with other people. So that you no longer have social currency or a reputation that anyone would remotely respect. And thus you couldn't be a part of our community anymore or a group anymore or of our friends. Or you will be exiled basically. ESFPs will go out of their way to make sure you're exiled from the group essentially. So that is the ESFP type profile. So if uh, you found that video to be educational or helpful, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. I'd really appreciate it. If you have any questions relating to ESFPs, go ahead and leave uh, a comment in the comment section, uh, section of this video. Uh, just remember that ESFPs can be really delicate. They exist to live in the moment. They're very mechanically minded. And for the most part, they really are good people. And they're very soft and warm people. And they just want to give people, like especially those close to them, like the absolute best possible experience. Just remember that in exchange, all the ESFP asks is someone that they can depend on, someone that is loyal to them, someone that can sh give them the freedom of choice, the freedom to want things. Uh, even if sometimes ESFP wants the wrong thing, but enough freedom to actually do the wrong thing and then have a bad experience because they did the wrong thing. And then they'll realize, oh, I should probably not touch the uh, fiery uh, furnace or I shouldn't touch the, the, the wood stove, you know. It's sometimes it's better to just let the ESFP touch the wood stove and get burned than to just tell them no because an ESFP will test every possible boundary in the same way ESTPs do with their SE hero. They just have to know and understand why that experience is a bad experience. ESFPs, quite frankly, are willing to try anything because of that. That's why they need to be protected and that's why SFJs go really good with SFPs because they need to be protected in that way. Um, it, but because they're being protected, they feel safe enough, they say they feel secure enough to do what they want and give others the absolute best possible experience they could possibly have. So anyway, I'll probably be doing another video tonight, so I'll see you guys then.